Okay, Joe, you don't tweet often these days, and neither do I really, but your tweets are kind of few and far between. Right. But there was a tweet from a few weeks ago now that made some significant waves because it was simply a screenshot of you installing OmniFocus 3 onto your iPhone. Yep. That's some some important news. And you even posted <laughs> another tweet that said that there would be some follow-up on the show. So it's time. Yep. It's time to do some due diligence. And I wanted to give a little bit of time here because, you know, sometimes uh, you have the impulsive desire to download an app. I don't follow impulses. Uh, well, well, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Sometimes those new... Those shiny new point releases, yep, they really allure. So OmniFocus 3, what's yes. going on in your life, my friend? Uh, too much, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think I can understand immediately what you mean by that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, you know, you and I have talked about these transitions in our businesses the last couple episodes, and... Mm-hmm. Part of that with me has led to a significant increase in the number of clients that I am maintaining at any time. And it gets to be a lot and it gets to it gets there pretty quick. What I found was my analog system, although I love it, like I still love that process and what and the way that that worked out, it was too much. Like I, I would type things into it and I would find myself having to yeah, listen to me. I'm typing things into it. I would write things into <laughs> it and it felt like I was writing it and then checking it off like 20 minutes later or I would continue filling it in significantly and having to review a lot and it took a lot of time to do that and not always knowing what to review. Uh, but at the same time, part of the issue that I, I dealt with was trying to put too much into my calendar mm. because one of the aspects of doing web work, especially when you have a lot of clients going at one time, it seems like everybody wants a timeline. You probably know this in your business. Everybody Definitely. wants to know when yeah. on things. And that's fine, but that means that I'm dropping things in my calendar. And just as an example, I'm, I'm scrolling back through my calendar as I'm, I'm talking about this. And one of the last days before I reinstalled OmniFocus, I had 34 items as like all day events just to remind me of things I needed to do for some clients. <laughs> like, okay, well, it's getting to where it's hard to see what my actual day looks like just right. because I've got so many of these tasks, things that are tied to a specific day on there. And I, I almost had it figured out with using like paper to, I, I even went down the road of trying to like give certain tasks, like a, a code on a task and then putting that code into like my do app so I could get the reminder for it. That, that was a mess. <laughs> Don't do that. I mean, that, that would work, right? If you only had a few things to do. Yeah. But once you're doing that on a, on a bigger scale, I can totally see that that would just get, get insane. Right. And, you know, just as an example, I I may have between 12 and 16 new potential clients every week. And each of those clients has a minimum of one project that we're scoping, possibly up to five or six. Wow. And multiply that out, you know, I could have 35 to 40 new projects that I'm trying to maintain every single week. 
I'm like, okay, this gets to be a mess. It, it really it gets to be a lot. I actually went through close to a hundred pages in my uh, my notebook in the span of about a month, uh, trying to maintain things on the paper system. And although like I feel like that gave me a lot of clarity when I was doing that, I had to adjust. Like I've since adjusted how I use paper in this structure because it still plays a very vital role in my whole management of projects. But the main reason I'm I'm playing around with OmniFocus again is purely speed. Like just trying to keep up with so much stuff that it's it's hard for me to know what needs done on what day and when because like I may you know, it's web work, so I'm doing deployments all the time. I have at least one deployment I'm doing almost daily. Sometimes I'm doing two or three on a specific day. Well, those are very, like they're scheduled at a specific time on a specific day because they're going to deploy it to their production system and I need to be on call in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Well, how do you manage that? You can put it on your calendar. That's fine. And that's what I was doing. But you couple that alongside of the 12 steps that I need to do before they do that deployment, you know, the 10 minutes leading up to that point when they do the deployment that I have to do some things right before then, that all ended up on my calendar and would get to be a mess as well. So the deployment days would get to be a nightmare from a calendaring stance. And I moved a lot of that over to OmniFocus for about a week just to see, you know, how does this function and Honestly, it was like a sigh of relief. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, this is this is definitely the better way to do this. It's just a lot cleaner because trying to nail down what task needs done on what day, it's it's tough to do that in in paper. Like, I could get some form of a scheduling notebook of sorts that has things on certain days, but it happens 10 or 12 times each day where I'm moving something Mm -hmm. to a different point in time. And trying to do that on paper is just, you're constantly erasing things and rewriting them over and over and over again. And that just got to be a lot. So all of that to say, I'm playing around with OmniFocus again, going through the motions of trying to figure out what the system needs to look like now, because the volume of projects and tasks that I'm working with right now are significantly larger than I was previously. So much so that some of the overhead of creating new projects in OmniFocus almost isn't worth it. And so I have to figure that whole system out. I'm getting close. I'm sure I need to put together some form of a video or article about it at some point i'm going to continue to get a bunch of questions especially after the show i know that's coming so i need to put something together on it but a lot of it comes down to just pure speed of how fast my business operates and trying to do that on paper just it just wasn't working so i asked this a while ago and i think i got a little bit of an answer i believe on a previous episode but I feel like one of the things that would be the big challenge for me with a paper system is keeping other people's responsibilities in my physical notebook. And maybe that's just a weird barrier that I have mentally. But I, and I feel like that's one of the things that is a big deal about Procourse is that it's not just you. It's not just a scale of clients, but it's a scale of tasks that are divided beyond people. And I know that OmniFocus is not a collaborative task environment. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's something in my head, at least, that feels a little differently 
about the the nature of a digital task manager and an analog task manager when you're thinking about something that's shared between people. I get it, but at the same time, I think this is it's a little different in the way I'm using it because I'm not managing other people's one of the the core things that people talk about with GTD getting things done or the the OmniFocus structure is it seems like everybody has a waiting for tag or a context that they're they're managing. I have that, but I'm not storing what I'm waiting for someone else to do in that at all. So that that's that's a bit of a <laughs> it'll confuse people. But part of that is because my client projects, I'm never creating those projects in OmniFocus, which can blow some people's minds when you think about that. Yeah. But w- what I'm actually doing is, you know, we have what else? We have our own internal discourse that my team uses and each piece of a project gets its own topic in that discourse and we manage that as a team there and I'll have one developer who's assigned to a specific one and that particular topic is where the status of everything is stored and I have it part of my morning routine to just run through the active projects and sometimes I'll bookmark them so I know which ones I need to pay attention to but discourse handles a lot of the project level information from a pro course stance, which means that what I'm doing when I go through that is just picking off the single actions that I need to do. And those go into OmniFocus and I have the exact dates and times and stuff that I need to do those there. But I'm just storing all of those in a single project in OmniFocus just as a collecting zone for them. I'm not going through the process of building out each individual project and then trying to share that with someone else and trying to manage who's responsible for what. I only have the stuff that I need to do, uh, at least the ones that pertain to client projects. Now, it's a whole different story when we start talking about, you know, things that I'm doing with Productivity Guild or, you know, this podcast or, you know, my own stuff around the house. Like those are different games. But with the client project stuff, that's the piece where I'm managing the project level pieces in discourse and not on OmniFocus. I mean, do you get the the breakup there? I mean, it's a little bit weird. No, I do. I do get that. Well, and, and because of that, because of the way that you are thinking about this, I am sure that there was no real desire to try out a collaborative task manager like Todoist. No, no. That's not something that you would even want. No, because one, I don't want to impose a task manager. I don't want to impose that on team members because I know everybody has their own way of doing things. This is a whole episode you and I've talked about is Mm -hmm. team tools (laughs) that we need to cover at some point. I don't want to impose that on them. I I, I know sometimes they want to use paper for things. Sometimes they may have their own Excel sheet that they manage things in. I don't care. I just know that the project level of what needs done to accomplish that project that all needs to be in that discourse instance because that can be a place where we can share ideas on how to do things. Like, I've done that before. This is the process you need to go through to do that. That doesn't happen all the time, but every once in a while it does, and that's really important because I I don't want to be sharing a project with a developer and say, okay, this is your project, but no one else can see it. It's not like that. Like, Well, we're, we're going to work on this as a team, and everybody's code is accessible by everyone else, which means we all get to benefit on it in the long run. So... It's it's not a thing I want to impose, something like Todoist. I get that, actually. When I worked on a team last, I really pushed for a collaborative task manager. And I actually found that it wasn't very helpful because if one person isn't committed to it, 
well, now you have a bunch of unchecked off tasks and right. things that are missing. And because everyone's brain works so differently, I mean, that's the fun of task managers to begin with, right? There can be an infinite amount because there's an infinite amount of ways that people work and, and people like to see this kind of stuff done. So that makes sense. So, I mean, this isn't a experiment with OmniFocus. You're back. You're back to using it, huh? I think so. Like, I I hesitate to call it an experiment just because I'm pretty well committed to it at this point. Yeah. I would say the experiment is more around what do I use it for and how do I set it up? And I've already gotten a few of these people wanting to know, well, how are you using it now? Like, is it set up differently? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. None of the OmniFocus 3 features were like, the big draw. The big draw was Procourse is big. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I think it was just weird timing that yeah. Procourse got to the point where I needed to get back to something digital. Right. And timing-wise just meant that OmniFocus 3 is now out. And honestly, there's a couple features with OmniFocus 3. I'd kind of wish we could go back to 2. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay. Because they did the whole tags thing. I really hate the tags thing. I, I just I just do. From what I understand, and I'm, I'm not an OmniFocus user, but from what I understand, it seems like tags was a really big feature and they kind of wanted to put it into the world to see how people responded and that it's going to be something that is modified and lovingly adjusted for 3.1, 3.2, blah, blah, blah. And if that's true, then that's probably going to be a big thing. And your feeling of messiness is probably felt by many people and will be modified as time goes on. I just don't like that they assume you're going to use multiple tags. There's a base assumption with the user experience there that you have to make. And one is that with tags, people will use one or they'll use multiple. Yeah. And they made the assumption that people will use multiple, but I only use one. So it contradicts with my mindset, uh, which makes it a bit frustrating. I, I mean, it just changes how they lay it out. It changes how it navigates when you've selected one. Like those are all little nitpicky details. But as someone who, you know, went as far as to build a whole video course on it. Like I get into those little details and of course, of course, I don't like the new ones. I, I don't like the new details on there on that one. Have you been able to lovingly create your home screen, your OmniFocus home screen? Yeah, it is the sum total of one perspective in OmniFocus. Okay. okay. <laughs> what is that perspective called? Now. <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's pretty simple. Like it's, <laughs> it's literally, yeah, basically everything is, in, in OmniFocus terms, I have deferred absolutely everything to at least tomorrow, if not further, unless it's something I need to do right now. Right. So at any given moment, I can open that perspective and know these are the things I need to be working on right now. That's helpful. And it's super nice because there's usually not any more than about five things on it at any given time. And just the, by the way, the timing and everything that I have things set up and because my days and, and weeks are so ritualized and I, I have enough habits in place, I know at four o'clock that at that point I'm shifting from work mode to dad mode or work on the house mode. So the tasks that are in OmniFocus at four o'clock will automatically switch. They'll switch mindsets for me just because of the way that I have a bunch of stuff set up. So it's... It's really handy to have that, but it means I only have one place to go. Like I just go go to the now perspective, and it's what I need to do right now. So 
it's not complicated at the moment. This is probably pretty uh, self-explanatory, but are you just setting up all the clients as projects in OmniFocus, or are you taking a different tech? I have a single project in OmniFocus called Clients, and it's just single actions. It's just single tasks that I need to do. So the the actual projects themselves are managed in Discourse, so it's just one-offs that I have in there. And that one-off may be build this feature, or it may be, you know email them back like that might be what it is but it's all in a single project well you aren't using multiple perspectives you aren't using multiple projects and you aren't using multiple tags nope what you doing there bud (laughs) (laughs) why do you need omnifocus i don't understand it's what i know Uh, okay it's it's purely the app that i know like that's it yeah yeah like that's the that's the main thing and honestly the deferred bit like pushing things out like it's not available until a later date I haven't found that feature in another to-do app. I, I've looked. I haven't found it. Listeners, if you know of one, let me know. But I, I couldn't find it. That was one piece that that's important because I have a lot of tasks that I can't do this until next Friday at 10 a.m. because they're doing the deployment at 10.30 and they won't even give me access until 9.45. So I can't do it until that time. So I don't want to see it on the list. But I haven't figured out any other apps that allow me to do something like that. It's not quite the same, but in Things, which is the task manager that I use, you can give it a date and a deadline. Okay. Once you put a date on a project, then when it sits in your your project, it has a very clear, big, nice gray badge that says the date, July 5th or whatever. And then if you put a deadline on it, that gives additional information that will make sure that you know how many days left it has, a little flag that says nine days left or eight days left. And then if you're looking in today or upcoming, uh, you'll you'll see that pretty clearly when that thing has been given a date. But it doesn't hide it. Is that what you're talking about? Right. I know in OmniFocus, it almost like grays it out. Like, don't even look at this task. This task isn't available to you at this point. Right. And that's that's exactly what I'm using. Uh, you know, in my now perspective, it's set to only show me the available tasks, which means that if it has that defer date on it, it's not even on the list. Like, you don't even know it exists at that time, which is super handy because it means that I don't have to even look at it. I don't, I don't even have to consider it. Uh, Because it's not even there. It's not even there to consider. What I get in things is today and then anytime. So if I'm looking for tasks to do, I can look at my anytime perspective and then see stuff that I haven't clarified as a date. And then if I'm looking at what I need to do today, then I have the today tab. One of the things that really moved me from OmniFocus to things was the ability for me to create recurring tasks that push themselves over to the next day if I miss them, which maybe you would hate that. I don't know if that's even something that you would enjoy, but that was something that was really great for me in that I have some recurring tasks that if I don't do them, they're not now overdue. They just need to be done the next day. Is that something that you care about or like, or is that something that it wouldn't ever appeal to you in the first place? Uh, it sounds like I would get lazy real quick. <laughs> like it's just it'll just it'll show up tomorrow. I don't have to worry about it today. Like I have a feeling I would immediately fall into that trap. Do you put non-essential stuff in OmniFocus that it you know that you just want to keep in top of mind or is everything in there pretty much like it needs to get done? You mean like things I might want to do someday? Well, that, that whole someday maybe thing? Well, no, I mean an example that I have is I have take a photograph and that's set to recur okay. um, on a regular basis to remind myself that 
oh, it's been a little bit since I've taken a photograph. But obviously, if that's in my today tab and I don't take a photo today, <laughs> I've not missed some non-existent deadline that I had to take a photo and have it on someone's desk tomorrow. So then that just moves over to the next day. And then I'll know to check it off if I if I haven't checked it off and, and remember to do it now. And that, to me, is a non-essential task. I mean, if I don't ever do it, it's not that big of a deal. Do you put that kind of thing in your OmniFocus, or is your OmniFocus pretty strict about what, what gets in there? I have a number of projects that are... Like their side hustle sort of things. Like it, it, this is, and maybe it's not a side hustle since everything I do is related to driving an income in some way. Since you, <laughs> you know, it, things change when you're out on your own. What you call a side hustle may not necessarily technically be a side hustle. Right. When I have like a side project of sorts or a, like a pet project that I'm working on, like I'll put those in OmniFocus, but I, I typically know. Like, when am I going to have time to do one of those tasks for a side project? Uh, you know, a good example is that, you know, I've got one particular project that I've got two tasks I need to do on it, but I need to do those on Friday this week. And I could have them show up today. Technically, I probably could get them done today, but that's not the most important thing for me right now. Life's been crazy lately, so I'm trying to keep up with a lot of client work. I could probably get those things done, but it's not the right move at the moment. So I know that I'm probably not going to have time for it until Friday. If I get to Friday and I still don't have time to do those, I'll push them off until probably the following Friday and move them manually to the day that I think I'm going to have time for it and try to schedule myself around that. So I, I do keep stuff like that in there, but I'm not one to just have it show up every day and just keep putting it off to the next. I, I tend to, when I see those, try to be very realistic with what it is I can accomplish that day and move it further out. And this is maybe another reason that I'm back on OmniFocus too is because whenever I do those deferments, if I pull up Friday right now, I can look at the forecast for what that day has on it. Mm. And by looking at that, I can see... You know, what are the events that I have going on that day? Because I can see my calendar at the same time. What are the events going on that day? And then what are the tasks that I have deferred to that day? Which is kind of similar to what I had going on with my calendar without cluttering up my calendar. But I can get that view temporarily if I want it. That's what I tend to use for that. So at any given time, like I could go look at next Monday right now and know, you know, what does that day look like? And can I put more on that day? Uh, you know, if I'm talking to a potential client, I can see what I have going on that day and know if I have room for it or not. So that's super helpful, especially when we're starting to try to figure out deployments. Uh, and I've got two or three other clients that I'm trying to work with at the same time. Like that has been a lifesaver a couple times. So I, I do put stuff like like the, the ancillary type projects on there that are kind of fun to do, but aren't super required. But I'm pretty particular with making sure I've got the day of when I'm going to have available to work on that and putting it on that particular point. So yes, I guess <laughs> is the answer to your question. Speaking of calendar, one of the things that I thought was really nice about OmniFocus 3 is the way that they're now sort of implementing the calendar in the task view, which is kind of hard to describe. I think I remember in OmniFocus 2, there was a calendar above or below the today view. And now it seems like what they're doing is they're putting the actual calendar events in between your tasks on the now page. Like if you have times on your tasks, then it will show up in order. 
because I, I I know what you're talking about. So previously in OmniFocus two, when you pulled up the forecast view, you would see all of your events for the day at the top, and then below those you would see all of your deferred tasks or your due tasks for that day. The new one, like when I first saw it, it confused me because <laughs> I was a little bit thrown off by it. Uh, but it it takes all of the events for the day puts them in order, but then if you have times, deferred times or due times, it slips the tasks in according to that time between those calendar events. That's super helpful because it means that I can look at it and I know just by glancing at it what, like where am I at in that point. I'm not real sure. I'm going to try it just real quick just to see if it, I thought maybe it would scroll to like right now in that point, but it doesn't look like it does. Mm. Anyway, I find that super helpful. I don't know. Does things do anything like that? On the today screen, you have your calendar kind of in its entirety listed on top of the tasks, which is helpful. And I like it a lot. That was the thing that was the most appealing to me about OmniFocus 3, because as you just said, there are many more calendar events that I'm experiencing right now because of Keyhouse. And it's good to have a very clear understanding of where those go around my tasks. Yeah. So that's that's a really neat feature. The last thing that I really miss from OmniFocus is the review tab. Are you utilizing that a lot now? Yeah. I used to be a pretty big proponent of setting times every week or a month to sit down and do that. I can tell you that I still do that process. Like I still have set times each week and each month to sit down and try to try to get a higher level view of what's going on in my life and, and with my work. I used to say that I was going to review all of my projects and tasks during that weekly process. I've gotten to where I do that daily now. That's purely a factor of things moving so fast. A good example is this particular week, as we're recording this, two days ago I had a new client call. I called them, or had a call with them Monday morning, and we're going to be wrapping up their project and deploying it tomorrow. So that whole project actually will never exist on a weekly review. Right, yeah. <laughs> because, because it started and ended before... It didn't make it. It just moves too fast. So because of that... Uh, and that's partly why I don't go through the process of building those projects out and detailing them and, and such in OmniFocus, just because they come and go so quickly. Uh, but I, I do still go through like the single actions that I have across everything, my personal projects, the, the side hustles that I have going on. Like I do still review all of those. Uh, and that review tab uh, is super handy, especially when I'm looking at it on a daily basis, just to know wait, did I get all that done in the right order? And the number of times that, that that process has reminded me of another task that I need to do, that by itself has been pretty invaluable. So yes, I use that daily. How is the, the breakdown of um, Mac to iPhone usage going for you? Are you finding yourself using it out in the wild a lot or is this a pretty Mac dependent experience? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I I do a ton of the planning on my Mac, as you would probably expect. Uh, I've had a handful of folks ask me how OmniFocus 3 on the iPhone syncs with OmniFocus 2 on the Mac. And I, I can honestly say I didn't even think about that because it just worked. They have a whole thing with the tags where, because you can do multiple on the phone and only one on the Mac, it just takes the first tag from your phone 
and sh- makes that one show up in the Mac. But I never noticed that because I only use one tag anyway. So it was the only one. So I had actually somebody had to explain that to me because I didn't even know it. Like I didn't even realize that particular piece. So I can't say that I'm a good test case for that particular scenario, but I do most of my planning on the Mac. Like that's where I'm dropping in a lot of tasks. Um, and when I am, you know, at work, quote unquote, I'm working off of that task list uh, from OmniFocus on the Mac. I rarely look at it when I'm working from my phone. However, in the early morning, whenever I'm like running through routines and, and planning my day and such, I'm using that task list on my phone. I even went as far, Drew, I've got a workflow icon on my home screen now that says now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can guess what that does. It takes you right there. <laughs> takes me direct to that now perspective. So it doesn't matter what I was doing in OmniFocus on my phone it'll immediately take me to that perspective on in OmniFocus. So I hit that a handful of times throughout the day just to get direct to that list of what do I need to do right now. And most of the time when I'm doing that, it's right after lunch and I haven't gotten, I haven't gone to the office yet, but I'm trying to think through what it is I need to do when I get there. And I, I also do it immediately when I'm getting off of work just so I can see the transition of, okay, well, I'm done working on stuff and now what is it I need to do when I get... Uh, home or upstairs, you know, during those transitions, that's when I'm doing that from my phone. But the bulk of it's done from the Mac, uh, at at least for me. But I'm heavy on the Mac, and everybody knows that. That's no secret. (laughs) Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I'm the opposite way, but you might have already surmised that. But do you, I guess, this would be a question for you, I guess. Things, like I think of that as an iOS primarily like that's an ios app primarily that's how i think of it but do they have a strong mac app they have a great mac app i don't use it but they have it (laughs) and uh all right yeah a a friend of mine who i got into things um uses it quite often and i mean it it shouldn't be that jaw-dropping but it's it's really well implemented they have the ability to open multiple windows in multiple you know perspectives okay yesterday we were out on a trip together and he was getting excited because he's usually at a two-screen iMac setup, and he was just working on his MacBook. He's like, oh my gosh, I never thought to do this before. And he was setting up multiple spaces with two apps in each space, and Things was in a bunch of those spaces set up in different ways, and he was like really in love with that. Huh. Interesting. When I made the decision, like, okay, I need to go back to a digital task manager, I had this thought in my mind that lasted about 0.3 seconds of, should I go with Todoist or, like, to-do or things? Like, that crossed my mind just ever so slightly, and then I thought, I don't have time for this. OmniFocus. How much is it? Doesn't even matter. Just buy it now. Like, that, <laughs> that, that was my thought process. I just today changed key house from a project to a whole area and that kind of broke my brain um trying to figure (laughs) out how i have to rejigger everything to to fit that but i i was recognizing that i was putting way too much information into a project as i got more and more clients and those clients needed to become projects and key house needed to become an area and so on and so forth and then other projects needed to become projects in uh, this new area and i was like, oh oh goodness and i actually kind of was working on that before we started recording and 
just turned turned it off and I thought I'm going to I'm going to get to that later yeah. when I don't have work to do <laughs> and yeah. figure it all out but yeah yeah it's 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 got a great Mac app I just end up using it on the iPad more than anywhere else which just got an incredible update that brought so many keyboard shortcuts to the iPad version of things that it's ridiculous that's one of the things that is typically lacking in even pro level iPad apps and I'm so happy to have a bunch of new ways to use it quickly uh, in that in that way that that is definitely my primary way of viewing my task manager from now on. Yeah, no, that sounds really interesting. I know that like, one of the the aspects that I use with OmniFocus a lot on the Mac is those shortcuts. Uh, it seems like they're just all over the place on almost every single app on the Mac. So to see some of that starting to come through on the iPad, like I've noticed that that whole realm of things and. I have, man, yeah, this, this whole podcast is going to cost me money, I think. I, I've played <laughs> around with, you know, the concept of using an iPad as uh, a form of, Ooh. And, and I don't even know what to call it, like a quick launch dashboard of sorts. Interesting. I see where this is going. Yeah, I've played with that because then you could set it up like off on the corner of your desk and it's nothing but workflow shortcuts. Yeah. You know, I, I could easily see something like that and it's just readily available at any time. The problem is that if I were to do that, I would definitely be wanting an iPad Pro, but good night, that would be an expensive launcher. Yeah, yeah, it would be. <laughs> it definitely would be. I get that because you are a keyboard kind of guy so i don't even think that the new ipad right. would be all that great without a, a very good keyboard right and of course we are sitting in the middle of an upgrade cycle and the new new ipad pro that'll come out whenever they decide to release it will be even more wonderful and illustrious than the ones that have come before it so maybe maybe we'll be able to convince you to get one when that new thing comes out so are you still using an analog system for anything have you given up the the pen and paper in this regard entirely or is there still a space for analog tasks in your life one good question two one of the things that it, this has freed up is that because i gained a little bit of time uh, not you know reiterating tasks and not doing as much handwriting uh, i i actually write the same amount as i did uh, in my notebooks and part of that's because i have a, a journaling habit that i have at night which is super helpful and if you're a freelancer or you run your own business i highly recommend that an easy way to clear my head before going to bed so that i can sleep instead of just continuing to think through things but one aspect that i i hadn't considered because i've done my meeting notes on paper for a long time now but i hadn't really considered the possibility of using a notebook to just think through what I consider or, or my thoughts on something. Like, you know, a client wants to add, you know, say a, a Bitcoin transaction system to discourse, which just sounds ridiculous to me. But sometimes <laughs> okay. they may want to do that sort of thing. Well, you know, how would you go through that? And what, you know, what would be the right way to consider that? Well, I've now gotten to a point where whenever I have a client that details out something that they want to do, I'll write a paragraph about what I like what my opinion on the project itself is. And for whatever reason that gives me more clarity whenever I'm in that client call to work through what their system is or should be. I feel like it makes me a better developer for them. 
and I'm able to get closer to accomplishing what it is that they want to do. But at the same time, I'm using that same practice to help myself think through the products and services that we as Procourse can offer to them. So it's become a way for me to just think. You know, and this maybe is a, a runoff of the whole morning pages concept, uh, just at a smaller scale and very directed. But I, I, I've found myself doing that process a lot more frequently than I ever did before. I'm sure that's a byproduct of something. Uh, maybe it's because of the analog system that I used to run a lot. Maybe it's because I freed up a little bit of time. Maybe I'm just making that a priority. I'm not real sure why, but I have found that super helpful. But I, I'm still using analog very heavily. I still have my whiteboard that I love. <laughs> but I, I definitely still got a lot going on in the analog space. So that's that's not going anywhere soon, and I will continue to be an evangelist for that. You, you can count on that bit. That makes sense. And I mean, this is sort of going back to what we've always been talking about, which is the thing that I do, which is I'm so rooted in my digital system, but every once in a while, I just have to find a whiteboard or find a piece of paper and put today's stuff on it. Right. And I do that sometimes in the morning. I do that sometimes in the evening. And sometimes in the middle of the day, too. So I just covered basically all the times, but especially <laughs> at the beginning or end when I, I'm trying to kind of clear some thoughts out. And I don't want to go and get stuck in the weeds of what I've already written in my digital task manager. I want to make it very clear. This is what's going on in my brain. I'm putting it onto a physical space and I'm going to start knocking this this list down. And it seems like that sort of is how you're seeing it now, too, for yourself, which I think is a really healthy way of still using a physical object in, in, in that sense. Yeah, I would say that I don't, and I considered this, I don't write down my list for today on paper. I, I debated that, Drew. I really did, and even tried it a couple of days. Uh, but I kept referring back to OmniFocus just because... It can show me the calendar and the tasks at the same time and lets me check things off. But at the same time, because I have it set up to show me things at a certain time, my paper system can't do that. Mm. It, it can't keep things off of that list until a certain point. And because I'm using OmniFocus to do that, like it's still pretty, it's important for me to be there and have that one list in that one place. But where I do use like say the whiteboard is when I'm trying to solve a problem in code or maybe I've got a difficult client that I'm trying to figure out how to work through that relationship in some way. Like Those aspects are where I find myself using paper. And that's an aspect that, you know, we talked about this last time. As you grow or as you, you know, expand the business, you have different problems that you work through right. and that you have to learn your way through. And, because I'm so green in a lot of that area, I find myself writing a lot, just long form, uh, just trying to get some understanding of what I think or what the right move is. And I, I couldn't have foreseen that. I don't think I could have. So analog, analog isn't gone. It still exists. I still, and I, I ordered a new notebook yesterday, so. Okay, okay. That's, as, long as, as long as the new notebooks keep coming in, then we'll be okay. Yep. And and we'll we'll allow OmniFocus to to move back into your life. I reinked my fountain pen this morning too. 